Hail and well met. Welcome to another episode of Self-Evident. I'm Jenna, and today, Self-Evident is featuring a segment of Kenna Rose and Alyssa on the Good Word program, hosted by Paul Scott. My girls were on air a few Fridays ago to discuss today's obsession of looking young, as well as where's Generation Z finding meaning. More importantly, where Generation Z should find meaning. All right. Uh, today, it's uh, my pleasure. Once again, it's Friday. So that means we have Kenna Rose and Alyssa Sonnenberg of the Self-Evident Podcast. Good morning, ladies. How are you today? Good morning. I'm Good morning. Doing quite well, despite the early hour I got up. <laughs> but no. <laughs> well, it, it's... Uh, uh, well, you're just getting started, and that's one of the things as we grow up is we need to get up and work uh, yep. and do things yep. like that. That's so, uh, one thing I definitely have had to learn leaving yep, high school. <laughs> yep. All right. So, hey, you're getting there. Um, but you're, in your podcast, you talk about issues of the day and how to look at them through a biblical lens. And one of the things that I asked you a, a week ago uh, to bring to our audience is let's talk. Uh, we, it's about Gen Z and their view on the world and their worldview and how that how we can look at that through a scriptural lens. And I noticed some things last week that revolve around your generation and where they are trying to find meaning in life and um, meaning true meaning. I've said it comes from our walk with Christ. Right. But for people who who don't know that they go all. And so can you bring us up to speed on some I guess there there have been some recent large cultural events happen. One is Miley Cyrus, who honest, I don't know anything about, to be honest. I've completely ignored her, but she made some waves a couple of weeks ago and there was uh, something else. So at this point, I will turn it over to you. And what are you know, you are that age. What do you observe about other people your age? Oh boy, where do we start? <laughs> There's a lot, wouldn't you say, Alyssa? Because in terms of where Gen Z goes to find meaning, I mean, I think there's a lot of places like social media mm -hmm. or friends. Weirdly, there's been a very disturbing trend of a rise in things like astrology and tarot cards. Alyssa and I were in Barnes & Noble like a month ago or something and we were looking for we were filming a video and we needed books in like the christian life section self-help and stuff to illustrate a point and i think it was in the personal growth or religion section was all of this stuff on astrology and tarot cards and zodiac signs it was really kind of disturbing so i think those are all places wouldn't you agree Lisa? Yeah, definitely. That people are looking for some sort of spiritual meaning and they don't want to find it in Christ. Because if you acknowledge God's lordship and authority over your life, then you are admitting that you are accountable to someone for the things that you do. And no one wants to be accountable to anyone except themselves. And so, of course, they're going to look for other spiritual outlets. And one of those is definitely astrology, crystals, reading palms, zodiac signs, becoming overly fantasized with those things. But also what I'm seeing is people are becoming very identified in being young. And I think that mm -hmm. was the point of Miley Cyrus's new release, Used to Be Young. And in this song, she talks about how People thought she was crazy 
but that's just because she was young and yeah, she was messed up, but it was fun. And that's one of the lyrics in the songs. And what I was seeing this trend of is that people are so obsessed with looking young, with acting young. We have this Botox culture. We have, you know, getting facelifts and all these skincare products to reverse aging. We have a lot of anti-aging products. We have women who are terrified to be in their 40s. They just want to live in their 20s. And what we see in scripture is that age is actually a blessing, that it's something to be yearned for because with age comes wisdom. And Ecclesiastes, the writer of Ecclesiastes, tells us to remember our creator in the days of our youth. Our, the days of our youth are not meant for being wild and getting drunk and doing drugs and hooking up with a bunch of people. It's meant to remember our creator. And I think that's the point, Paul, as you've said before, that our generation is missing, that our identity is no longer being found in Christ. It's found in our sexuality. It's found in how many friends we have. It's found in our age. And that's where our culture is going wrong. You know, one of the things about that Miley Cyrus song, uh, I guess there's a music video to go with it. I haven't watched it, but I've read about it. And one of the things that I read is that, I don't know if you've seen it, is that as she sings all of this about how, you know, when I was young, I did all these dumb things, she, she managed through the entire video to at least have the appearance that she was crying over it. Because mm -hmm. now here she is, yeah. she's like 30 years old, she's single, she's childless. She has nothing in terms of what you can hang your hat on, except to look back and say, wow, look at my 20s, right? And, yeah. and it's almost like I'm 30, and this happened. Yeah, I was young, but I regret it. It it did seem a little bit like that, because I... I looked up lyrics. I did watch some of the music video. I didn't mm -hmm. watch the whole thing. I like watched the first part and then skipped through it. But um, it it did seem in a way like she was regretful. I mean, I never I never followed Miley Cyrus. Not so good I, for I, you. I literally don't know much about her. But I, I know what I've I mean, read. Yeah, but she it. never pulled me in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard some things. But she but. has a lot of people. That's true. I mean, she's huge. And uh, and I didn't she do a Super Bowl performance one year that was bad? Yes. Um, I have not watched a Super Bowl performance at halftime since before Janet Jackson. <laughs> um, I did watch the Rolling Stones, and I shrugged. I had Prince, and I shrugged my shoulders. And I was like, well, that wasn't really worth it. Uh, but other than that, I have not watched a Super Bowl halftime performance since before the whole Janet Jackson thing uh, for that reason. And... Um, but I know she has a tremendous, tremendous following. Even when I was teaching, my students wrote all about Hannah Montana, which is where she got started on mm -hmm. the Disney Channel. And, and unfortunately, when you look at the, <laughs> the outcomes for all these child stars on Disney, it's not, it's not pretty. Um, I think it actually has a yeah. name. It's called the Disney Effect, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty oh, sad. No. Yeah, it, which is pretty sad. It, it's not pretty. Um, but there, there's more to say on this, but the clock is telling me that it's time to take a break. So we'll finish this conversation on the other side. All right, we are back with Kenna Rose and Alyssa Sonnenberg of the Self-Evident Podcast talking about Gen Z and meaning and just how 
there seems to be suddenly a, a bunch of people, in, and, and in this case, we're talking about some women influenced, female influencers, Miley Cyrus, and there was some other lady who recently came out with a video talking about how wonderful her life was at the age of 20, uh, being single, not, not no boyfriend, no nothing, no child, just free as can be, and she was as happy as could be. And I saw that, and I thought, I, I think you're trying to convince yourself that you're happy and that your life has meaning and purpose. Uh, at least that's how it came across. It, but I think, and you, you tell me what you think, that a lot of this starts off when children are young and they are taught at schools, at government schools, that they came from nothing and they're going. No, they came from nowhere and they're going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely liable to put one worldview into their heads because if you came from nowhere and you're going nowhere, then why What's like why on earth does life exist? What's the purpose of being on this planet? And I think that's where you get those things where people find meaning in social media and other things because it gives them the ability to feel like there's a purpose to life even though it's not a genuine purpose or you have the or you have the alcohol and the drugs and the good times which i I think oftentimes the alcohol and the drugs is is used as a as a way to hide right mask the pain i i would agree with that some and it's really sad and i think in this miley cyrus's song that we were talking about she almost mentions it dances around it a little bit in i think her first verse yeah just can't quite it, get there yeah. no it was because yeah. i was listening to her song and i'm like as i was reading the lyrics i'm like oh she's close she's at least it sounds like she's starting to figure it out i hope at least that she finds christ because that's yeah. the only way she'll truly yeah. feel better no definitely yeah i mean what the evolutionary worldview gives you is this hyper sense of individualism where it's all about you. And then this hyper sense of hedonism where not only is it all about you, it's all about your happiness. And so we have these droves of people that are pursuing their happiness, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to find fulfillment because happiness is based on happenstance and fulfillment is based on purpose. And so, like you mentioned, Paul, that woman who's making fun, well, kind of taking jabs at women who are married and have children, and she's telling everyone how free she is at 29. No husband, no kids. I can wake up at 11 and it doesn't matter. I can dance and drink at a Beyonce concert and it doesn't matter. And then we have women who are very influential, like Emily Rajakowski, who's telling women to get divorced before 30 because they're going to be happier with oh no my. attachments. <laughs> I don't even and know so who that we have, is, but go ahead. It, it, yeah, you do. she's <laughs> very popular on TikTok as well. Daily Wire um, hosts have broken her argument apart. But these okay. things are trending where it's popular to be single for the rest of your life. Not realizing that they're going to wake up at 40, 45, childless, no family, and they're going to be lonely. And they're going to realize the feminist and evolutionary systems were lies and they fell for it. And it it really is a shame that not more people are seeing the devastation that these worldviews cause and that it's still being taught in our government schools. 
It is interesting. I've seen those worldviews definitely trend, but I don't know if you've noticed. I feel like I've heard more talk about um, having families from younger Gen Zers too. So there's, I almost feel like there's almost a competing sort of view that's nowhere near as intense and mediaized and mediaized and I have seen some of that on, on on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter where they um I don't know if they're it's yes it's younger not necessarily younger but women in their mid to late 20s or early 30s who are like yes I love my life I love being married I love having children and 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 most of them happen to be stay-at-home moms as well and they're like this is the good life and you're right there is a huge chasm between that worldview and what we're seeing now in a lot of the public. So mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to end on all doom and gloom today. Let's talk about, <laughs> you know, some, some <laughs> things that can give us hope and, and how we as Christ followers can respond when we, when we run into that um, in our, in our day-to-day lives, I don't online, whatever, you know, that's not going to really yeah. solve much, but in our day-to-day lives, how? what do you suggest? How do you address this and live and interact with others? People can feel there's something missing, and that's why they do all of these things, mm-hmm. to try and fix it. And we were created for a relationship with God and to worship Him. And because of sin, that relationship's broken. So without Christ, there's really no way to fix that chasm created by that broken relationship. And honestly, that's what the world needs most out of anything is a renewed relationship with Christ. And so I I really do think that the best way to go about combating that mentality of life is purposeless, I can do whatever I want, the purpose in life is my own happiness, is to live a life of witness for Christ. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, I'll give you the, the final shot here. We have about a half a minute. No, I absolutely agree with Kenna that, you know, this is why we launched Self-Evident, because we saw the devastation that is happening in our generation. You know, 20.8% of us, according to a Gallup poll, identifies as LGBTQ. That's double the millennial generation and even double the generations previously. I mean, we have a massive identity crisis in our generation specifically, and Again, that's why we launched Self-Evident, because we want to tell young girls that, no, you don't have to find your identity in a man. You don't need to find your identity in yourself. Your identity is in Christ, and this is how we're going to get there. So and he's designed that's us the passion to, behind what we do. Yep, and, he, and God has designed us to live certain ways, and he has given us a purpose. And, and part of that, uh, for most of us, is marriage and family. Um, and and to, mm-hmm. to live that way. Ladies, thank you so much for your time and Kenna for getting up or for getting up early on a Friday. <laughs> it's really not that bad. I actually quite enjoy this and then All right. Well I hear I hear from some listeners and they're like, wow, they, they enjoy hearing from you. Um, oh yeah. Oh good. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And, yes, we yeah. are very grateful for this opportunity. Glad to do it. We will visit again next week and uh, have a good weekend. You too. You All right, thanks. So long. And that's all we have for today, folks. If you enjoyed this episode, and frankly, in the words of Michael Knowles, even if you didn't, subscribe to our podcast to stay updated 
and follow us on Instagram to give us your two cents about topics we should break down. Until we meet again, let us firmly rely on the protection of divine providence. In the words of my favorite author, J.R.R. Tolkien, remember, the chief purpose of life, for any of us, is to increase according to our capacity our knowledge of God by all means we have, and to be moved by it to praise and thanks. This is self-evident. <laughs>